welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show presented by Hugh Hattrick. Drive fast and try not to crash. Hello and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. With me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special co-host it is and another Andrew Mar. Hello everybody. Hello. Now I jokingly said in my previous video that I did today. Um, which isn't in the description, but you can still see it on our channel. Um, that it's been such a quiet week, hardly anything has happened. And <laughs> Formula One, <laughs> Formula One, and pretty much everything has happened this week. <laughs> after, I think what was quite a good opening race, wasn't it? I mean, I have to say, when we did our commentary on it, it done pretty well. We did really, we had it's been listened to many times already. We're very pleased with the results of that. Um, over 50 listens for our podcast just in the last year. Positive yeah. comments about it as well, didn't we? So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, um, definitely it went well. And it was quite interesting that Hamilton did not win, and the man that you had, you had nominated, he was Bottas, was right there. Yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 what that, that race, the controversy in my mind, it, it, there's, just, there's like so many, there's so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, terrible reliability. Really, reliability terrible. was awful. Yeah. How often do they have to bring the safety car out? Yeah, I mean, if I was a cynic, yeah, you yeah. would say that they were deliberately. The only reason Albon was anywhere near them is because of the safety car, because they were disappearing off into the distance. Those two and Hamilton was faster, and of course they had their massive reliability problems with these sensors that were being uh, that, that were building up a huge amount of noise in their system, apparently. Um, and they knew the curbs would do it, so they, they were slowing down because of that. But that, four safety cars? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come people on. People spinning off and all sorts of stuff going people on. People spinning off. Vettel, Vettel, of course, they're all going, oh, he's so awful, he shouldn't be doing stuff like that. But he's since said that the car was... was he was happy that he only spun once. That's yeah. how bad the car was to drive. So what he's basically saying is that he managed to keep it together apart from that one time when he, he went yeah. through. And again, they, they had a go at Vettel, but if you look at that incident, he's not trying to overtake. He's yeah. way back, and it's like whether he was caught out on the braking or whether it was so unstable on the back he couldn't brake as hard as he wanted to. Yeah. And then at the last minute, he kind of kinks that way. It's almost like you, you come across a bit of... Stationary traffic on the road, and then you go to the side to try and give yourself more room to break. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, and yeah. then then he, he hit into uh, sights, was it, and and, and spam. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't think it was as bad as people are making out. No, and then no. you get the penalty, Hamilton's no. penalty, and I just wish they'd be consistent with this nonsense. Make no. your mind up, because if it was because he hit Albon, why didn't the ten other people that hit? into others in the race get penalties yeah you know yeah. um and they're all going oh, it's worse than brazil no it wasn't in brazil he went for a punt down the inside where he really shouldn't have yeah that's true yeah whereas in this one he defended like they they always do and album came around the outside hamilton's like that Right. Full lock to get round the corner. It washes out wide a little bit, and then Alvin runs into his wheel, and they'll get, "Oh, that's terrible." He should have known better. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, I'll tell you what. Let's stop racing. Let, what, what, <laughs> I've got a brilliant idea. 
all 20 cars go out one at a time and drive for two hours. Yeah, yeah. There's no one in the way then. <laughs> right? They all drive for two hours, and then you time how long, how many laps they do, and then that's the order. So they're never anywhere near each other. No racing is required. And, you know, is it racing or isn't it? Is it wheel to wheel or isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, one of these things, isn't it? That um, in yeah. Italy you get the, 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 <laughs> the Italians, the Ferraris getting no penalties, and they get a wave black and white flag as a warning. Yeah. Uh, the only time it's ever been done, never seen again. Uh, but at the Red Bull Ring, note the name Red Bull Ring, when Lewis Hamilton and a Red Bull car come together, suddenly five second penalty, boom, there you go. It, it was a it was a really difficult one to kind of because I mean a, a lot of people I mean in the end I know that Martin Brundle had thought it's kind of a racing incident but he did yeah. just tag Albon as he went out wide and I just wondered you know well no he didn't see Albon drove he into him drove, he kind of drove around and but he kind of yeah he it, had an overspeed because he had so much more grip so he yeah. comes round the outside and if that my thumb there is Hamilton's wheel. And that thumb there is the, is uh, um, Albon's wheel. If he was there, uh, it would have been okay. But he was there, and he sped up, boom, and hit him, and it, and tagged him round. Yeah. What everyone's saying is that Hamilton shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have tried too hard to keep the corner or do whatever he did. Mm -hmm. But he didn't drive into him. He didn't. He, he drove round the corner, and he understood a little bit and went wide. Yeah, but not. I tell you what, mind you, I was watching the last two laps of Lando Norris's race. Yes, I saw that. To get under the four point eight seconds, you know, see under the five second gap, so he got he got. He, he made up like two seconds, didn't he? he was like six yeah, seconds, and exactly. he. All of them, mind you, the the race is incredible. When you look at the mm. onboard, on <clears> it's spectacular because they hardly. I mean, maybe it's the sound difference or whatever, but it seems like they're hardly slowing down for some of these corners. And the car, the grip that they must have, and the confidence in the cars, you know, they're just driving, you see them turn in, and it just glides in, and even these big hairpins yeah. and dodgy corners, where Albon and, and, and Hamilton came together, um, that bit is notorious for understeer going out and being horrible to drive out of. Yeah. And yet, still go in, and it just drives out. And, it, and it if you touch the curbs there, it's snapping wings, isn't it? It snapped wings on Friday. Yeah. In practice, there, there yeah. were wings breaking. Every year they snap wings on those curves. It's almost like yeah. they're, they're crocodiles, you know. Yeah, they're quite bad there. Oh, but, uh, so yeah, yeah. So no, that was the thing. And but, he got the he got the, the, the fastest lap as well yeah. in a McLaren. Aye, aye. So no, it was it was great to watch. And I have to say, I've I've, I've actually ordered the new game. Um, the, uh, <laughs> okay. The new Master Edition. So that should be coming in the next day or two. Um, <laughs> I might even broadcast it to see how I get on. Yeah. Um, I didn't manage to do it last week, but I'm going to try and do it this week um, just to get an hour or two and get it broadcast because they've done quite well. I think it's quite fun to enjoy watching folk try a new game to see how they're getting on um, and see if they're any good or not. But guess what? On this week's Gran Turismo, I've become a granddad and I bought myself a Honda Jazz. But uh, well, the, the, you you're know, racing a Honda Jazz, yeah. but they're, they're quite—they're quite an advanced yeah, car, because, actually. Well, you know, with all the—it's the hybrid um, one, which is really quite oh. good. And then I give hands. So yeah, no, it's quite good fun. But <laughs> I, I, find I haven't checked the times today. But on Monday night when I did it, I got a time that was only six tenths off the top ten, and just eight tenths off the best in the world. 
I got a thirty-five nine. Very good. And the, the, yeah. you, you haven't, you haven't, your little tweaks that you do. You haven't put it on zero aggressiveness or whatever. You had it on normal. No, that was the time trial. That was on time trial. Um, and that excellent. Was, well, done. races yet, but I'm going to try and do something. Well something. done. So I was really quite chuffed because it, it's very funny because it's like a, a little. It was an old granny's car. And you know, but similar that was the car to do it. It's fine. And, uh, car. Just because it's it's sensible and parks in easily because it's little. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a good little car. It's a very you good know. little car. Uh, but I was just really pleased that on an autopolis short circuit, uh, which supports the news, I, I, was, I thought, could I get into the thirty fives? And I thought, well, I got into the thirty sixes quite quickly, and then they were coming down and down. And I thought, you know what? I could just get a few corners a little bit better. I'll have a chance hmm. um, to put it together and got a 35.9. So I was I was really chuffed. So I reckon it's yeah, yeah. they always find a few tenths by the end of the week. Um, so it's probably about a second and a bit away now. But um, at least it's not it's not too bad for a, a grandpa to do get in his Honda, Honda Fit, as they call it in Japan, and drive it out. Um, but if I thought to get six tenths off the top ten, it's pretty good in, in uh, considering the thousands of people that play it. Every, all around the world, um, and we'll see how it goes. And I also so no, no, you can. I won a race in a set of course in a competition. Um, yeah, at Hungary too. I did. I got a, a first and a oh, second. Oh, twisty track. Yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. I was. I changed my car. I drove and uh, instead of driving the Lamborghini, I went into the Bentley, which you would think is a horrible thing to drive. I think but, you mentioned this. Yeah. Um, the other day, didn't you? That the Bentley was much quicker than you thought it would be, or should yeah, be. Yeah, it's really good because um, um, you know Josh Martin driving <coughs> the Team Parker Esports driver for them. Uh, mm. he, he did a lot of events, um, and uh, and and actually that car was brilliant. So I, um, have, have you seen Chris Harris? Chris Harris has driven one, the GT, GT racing Bentley, Bentley. Yeah, 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 uh, Bentley yeah. Continental GT, because um, yeah. it's a four liter. Twin turbo, isn't it? V8. Yeah, that one. Because yeah. the, the W12, that's much heavier. But the, the four liter is what they use in the, yeah. the GT series, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that's quite an interesting video because he, he found it pretty quick, actually. Yeah, um, it's hilarious because I, on the, the the first one I got a qualifying lap. I think I was second or third on the grid. Um, I was I was third on the grid. That's right, the first race. And I got ahead because um, you know you have to do this rolling start. Mm. The guys in front just never went when they like you know the guy you've got a little person in your ear telling you go 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 when you go back the line. So I went and I did, like, off I went and I got past the two of them. I did a kind of um, hackening. It uh, uh, was you know not going to the lead. He overtook two people at Hungary one year or something. Um, uh, no, I, it was at Spa. It was at the end of the of the straight. It was Schumacher and Zonda. 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 Well, maybe it was Schumacher. It was it? He, he was behind Schumacher, and Schumacher came up, yeah, up uh, along. I think Zonda in the black back marker, and he went one way, and Hackenden went round the other way, and uh, took them both. Uh, which yeah. they keep going, oh, that's amazing! It shows what a brilliant overtaker he was. No, it, he did it once in his career. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like okay, it was spectacular, but that's you know, it's, I, it's like me hitting a bullseye. In darts, once by accident, and being told I'm the world's best dart player. No, uh, it, so that was quite. That was quite. Good. I got past both of them. Okay. And I rate myself completely coming into the first corner. So mm. I, they they got the positions back again. And I went down to about fifth or six. Um, but then I managed it. The people were just flying off all over the place. So I ended up <laughs> getting the uh, second place. 
and it was quite a good battle the last say 10 laps or or eight or seven, maybe six or seven laps it was nose to tail so i thought that was getting me good um consistency mm. uh, and then <clears> the second race uh, i started off on pole and they were although they got pretty close at the first corner i just got my braking just right and i got in there and i got round, and all i saw in my mirrors was carnage it was, a- <laughs> <laughs> it was quite something um, and then that was me. I, I had to do it. I got a drive through though because I, I made a penalty. I didn't do the rolling start properly, um, and uh, I was too far ahead. I think or I had to bring everything back. So, uh, okay. but I still won, even though I had that. I had to go through the pits, uh, but there was so much carnage. Um, I was able to still win. Um, so, are these the comp- the competitors? Is that the computer, the AI, or is it actually other people online? It's other people online. It was all oh, right. Drivers. So these are real drivers smashing into each other, getting all excited. Yeah, and it's really hard. It's not It's not easy. Um, and we're all just kind of starting out. I'm, I've got an SA of 40, which is quite low, I think, overall. You need seven yeah. to get into the GT, the longer multiplayer games. Um, but similarly, so you've got to play more of the single-player games to get your skills up, and then they, they rate everything how you drive. Um, but it's quite hard because you've got to make sure you put it at the right settings. Um, so that you're a, they're aggressive enough to allow you to keep up with them, um, so that you've got a good battle, and then that improves your race race driving. Kind of right. Way. So if it's too easy, uh, you yeah. don't get so many experience points. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite yeah. good. And if you make it too hard, it's you can't. You just yeah. lose. Okay. <laughs> you can well, it's good in a way, is it? Because it's developing your skill, isn't it? So it, yeah. as opposed to just trying to jump in at the deep end, so that's quite yeah. good. Yeah, like really high aggressive ratings as well, and I put it up way too high one time. And it's impossible. I mean, they literally, if you're anywhere near, they kind of weave in front of you. And then they, <laughs> they, they break, they off. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. So you've got to be quite careful. But it's, it's great fun. It feels so much more immersive compared to Gran Turismo. But the big thing, and this is maybe something that people who are watching and listening might uh, benefit from, <clears throat> if you do a lot of Assetto Corsa competition, and probably as well for Assetto Corsa, the, the old game, I think you'll be much better at Gran Turismo. Because I've, I've every time I've come back playing a set of Corsa and gone on to the Gran Turismo races, I've done far better. I've got my times further down. I think it's because you don't get any of the the aids in in a set of Corsa that you do in Gran Turismo. Right, so you don't get used to. Yeah, it no being cones. easy, you've got to drive. Yeah, no cones. You've got to do your own brake markers. You've got to be much smoother. You know, there's no line on it. Um, or maybe, maybe there is, but it's normally turned off. Um, so you have to do all, you know, you need to find your line properly yourself. Um, and so it's really good. So it's a fa- it's a much better game in terms of challenge. Well, you've, so, you've been enjoying it from the beginning. or You know, you've, you've, you've sort of bigged it up since you first got it and said how good it was compared with Gran Turismo. Yeah, uh, yeah. More realistic as well. You're saying that the actual car, the handling and the, the driving is, is more intuitive. Yeah. Which and sounds you know, great. And, and it sounds, the engines are amazing. They, they really do, um, they, they make it sound fantastic. Okay. But, um, and I've now got it from a PC as well. So I've, I downloaded it the other day for just 20 quid on, um, from Steam. Okay. But, um, so yeah, so I've okay. got to go. And when I get the F1 game over the weekend, it's going to be totally different because they handle like a blancmange. Well, it seems like it, you know, there's, there's hardly any feel on my wheel when I do F1 2020. Um, the same with 2019. So it's just like it's like driving a boat because you've got no idea what's going on underneath. So it's, uh, unless you fiddle with all the settings, right? Um, well, that's that's a whole new level as well, isn't it? You've got you've got the driving and then the setting up. I mean, 
how hard is it for real for the the real guys? You know, because it's one thing to sit in your car in in your F one car, your Hamiltons and your Bottases and all this kind of stuff, and drive fast. You, yeah. But you've got to have it set up right. So you've got to have a good team around you to do it. But you've also got to be able to communicate with them. Right. How do you tell them? It's like, I remember Brundle always used to say, Brundle and DC have both said when, when you hear the team radio and they go, this car's rubbish. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> why are you saying that? They would say, why are you saying it like that? You're telling them nothing they can use. <laughs> it's just like, it's rubbish. It's like when you, when someone in a bad team, you get the manager go, you've got to do better. No. Yeah. Or, or maybe tell me exactly what it is that I'm not doing so well and how I can improve, and then maybe I can. But just, you're rubbish, get better. No. You know, try harder. So you've got to be able to communicate with your, your team to get them to set it up. Yeah. And was it Haas? It's a bit of a news from yeah. the week. Haas, you know, the trouble they had last year with their car. Yeah, where yeah. it was fine in the first race and then awful every other time and that's yeah. a reset to the original setup and the original car no, well, no. it turns out well, they had made a conscious decision to ignore the feedback from their drivers All right. and they'd done it because their data said it's better so, <laughs> com- so it's almost like Little Britain computer says no you know, it's just like, the, the driver's getting and goes, it's rubbish, it's not driving well, there's no grip, or it's, it's unbalanced, or whatever feedback they give, they go, no, 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 you're wrong. Yeah, what? Yeah. Well, the computer says it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, but we're driving it. It's, it's quite interesting. I was watching a clip of that last night of the, you know, the Drive to Survive on Netflix. Oh, right. Total Wolf was talking to um, Victor Steiner. And I, I like Steiner. I think he's great. I think he's totally down to earth as, as it is. Brilliant. Gunter, Gunter Steiner. Stop fighting. I think Total Wolf is quite PC. You know, he's quite like careful what he says and the rest of it. And he's, uh, yeah, he's controlled, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, very. Steiner um, is not the. He's the opposite, and he's always making yeah. jokes. And he, he keeps telling people they were going into some big meeting they had for the, the team bosses. Um, and he basically said, "Ah, yes, oh, a load of shite." Which is why we love him, isn't it? That's why we love him. And then Total Wolf says to him, please don't say anything stupid while you're in there, will you? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like two mates, the, sort of the, the gobby one and the quiet one. Yeah, but right, yeah, right, don't saying. make life difficult for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, he's, he's definitely a politician, um, Toto, yeah. isn't he? And yeah. it works, he knows how to work with people, he knows, he knows how to deal with people, doesn't he? So I suppose... Now, the, the topic that is glaringly obvious that we really cannot afford to miss. Is it that Vettel wasn't even offered a, a contract, was it that? Yeah, and he's, he would go And he's not happy. He would, yeah, he would go back to Red Bull if he was given the chance. But they won't, because they've already said they won't. Yeah. We've got uh, Albon, we've got Verstappen, we've got nowhere for him to go, so we won't be offered in place, is what Christian Horner's actually said now. Yeah, yeah. But no, it is your, your, oh, your that one, huh? least okay. predicted result, which was well, when I said, yeah. going back to Renault, because you didn't yeah. think it was going to happen. No, so, I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't. And the funny thing is, you got it right on Bottas winning the race and doing very well, and I was quite off. I, well, I can't remember who I said, who I thought would win. I, I think I you said Verstappen or, or Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, but just to be fair. Um, which but, could have happened. I mean, Hammy, they gave him different tyres. Do you remember that bit? Aye, aye. I wanted the other tyres. Understood, Lewis. Get on with it. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. In other words, we don't want you to ever take Bottas because yeah, we, the team's going to be at the front anyway, but let's just... I wonder what will happen this Sunday, mind you, because it's it's number two and uh, it's, it's going to be... rain. It's meant to rain. Yeah. Now, you factor that in and that yeah. changes things because really, who, who would you... I mean, I know Hamilton's got the past reputation yeah. for being good in the rain but i keep remembering germany last year yeah. where verstappen. he was as rubbish as anybody else yeah verstappen is better in the rain happen is better yeah. in the rain verstappen yeah. reminds me of senna at uh, 1993 donington park better in yeah. the rain doesn't know brazil where he's going around the outside of people he's just like senna did yeah yeah no i think it's going to be it's going so to be yeah better. i think so I wonder... car can keep working yeah <laughs> I think it could have Verstappen would definitely have been in that race if it wasn't for him and for reliability. I think he would have been flywheel. Like, the flywheel broke. Something uh, wrong with the flywheel. They, they know what yeah. it is now. They're, they're trying to find out. Apparently, they're trying trying to find out what caused it so they can yeah. stop it happening again. Yeah, but no, but it's, yeah. it's going to be interesting, and hopefully, reliability will be a good bit better. Although there's not much they can do in a week, mind you, for a lot of these teams. If we've had a big hydraulic failure or an engine failure. And it's with going to be, you know, lock, lockdown as well, that slows it even further, doesn't it? So, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine they're getting a lot of sleep at the moment. Ah, now Jonathan has joined us too. Oh, as well as Ants, because he said, ah. Alonso, why? He really needs to move aside. Having said that, it will be interesting to see how he does. Uh, well, similarly, 2021 is going to be a building year, as they always say, uh, and in 2022, <laughs> see, he's missed. Main... Jonathan's missed what we said earlier about. Well, what I said earlier about Vettel going to Hello, Dresden. Dresden. Yeah, oh, Berlin. Good Berlin. Good Berlin. 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 Yeah. Berlin. 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 Um, at, at a certain French F1 team, um, were not, were similarly not wanting him to come. Well, that's what many of the engineers, I think, were potentially thinking. The bosses oh, have right. and have brought Alonso back. Um, and so, yeah, he's good, he's competitive, he's going to go for it. Um, the car might get better. I mean, if he can keep his gob shut and not moan about the car like he used to, and not pee too many people off in the process he is very good at getting a lot out of a bad car yeah yeah i mean look how well ricardo did until reliability oh i thought that was hilarious i just thought i mean that's brilliant because you know they've laid into him uh, cyril a bit the bull hello uh -huh. has got out his dupin and his garlic and his Shouted at Ricardo about not being loyal after sucking science and uh, Hulkenberg, you know. No, no hypocritical, nothing hypocritical there. No. Um, <laughs> Ricardo goes between miles ahead of the French wonder Ocon. Yeah, yeah. It's hey, like, yeah, you'll miss me. <laughs> Really, I was quite surprised at how, how he, he did. He did. Um, but now, the crucial question: What kind of hire car has Jonathan got? Jonathan, you need to tell us. That oh, 
in Dresden. Well, it'll be a it'll be a Volkswagen, won't it? Or will it be a Skoda? He should have asked for an upgrade. And oh, he hasn't got a Polo, has he? He's got one of those the tiny. He's got an up. Is it what they're called? The Volkswagen up. Oh, I can see me one of those. That's even slower. That's even worse than that Honda Jazz you won in. <laughs> he didn't rent a car. He got a train. I thought you were a flat. Oh, you got a BMW. All right. No, that's that's Ansel's BMW. Oh, sorry, a BMW. Yeah, normally, normally, um, John gets a good car when he's. When he's yeah, but the German trains are a lot better than the British trains. I've been on a lot of German trains, and it's like it's a different yeah, world. It's just, I mean, they turn up and they get you there, and it doesn't cost you a year's salary. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like it's almost like a what's that thing? A public transport system. Yeah. Strange Basically, idea. I remember that we used to have one of those. Yeah, and it's something else. Isn't it? Eventually, we're going to be going back to Thinkler C5s. I think that could be reborn. <laughs> you remember? Uh, well, actually, if they put a Renault Twizy battery in a, in a Thinkler C5, then it would be a great... Um, forget about cycling. You could use that as a... There uh, is a, a major problem with that vehicle. It could be awesome. You've got a platform a week ago, it's correct. See? Yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> so I've got in my mind. I've got I've got uh, Al Murray doing this whole big spiel, which was sarcasm, by the way, to anyone that actually thinks he's you know bigoted and racist and all this kind of stuff. Like some people stupidly thought he was. He was being sarcastic, talking about was it these Germans with their with their efficiency? We don't need that. We got British thinking. Yeah. <laughs> who, who needs who needs companies that don't go bankrupt? <laughs> No, it was something. But you know, when 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 uh, Boris Johnson was the mayor of London, he got the Boris bike. Remember there was that bike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And it worked, yes, but this is my point. There is a, something that a bicycle has that a Sinclair C5 doesn't, and that's height. Yes, that's true. So you're driving a truck along, and you feel this. What was that? And it was somebody on a Sinclair C5. That's what it was. They used to have a flag. A flag, remember? A flag. Oh, yes. Yes. That's the thing. But yes. the, the no. batteries are better now. So you could put a twisty battery. But anyway, going back to my point about the, the Boris bike. Every bike? cost something like, I think it was £9,000 each by the time they worked it out. Because um, they spent millions of pounds, tens of millions, putting these bikes everywhere. It was a brilliant be, idea. Um, to give everybody a twizzy. They could have just bought a brand new Twizzy for six grand. <clears throat> You've got 40 miles radius and it's electric. Electric motorbikes. Yeah, uh, John Tinker. His e-scooter. Yes. You, you're only allowed to rent them. You're not allowed to buy them or use them. Um, yeah. You've got to get from rented, uh, rented companies. But, uh, <laughs> it's illegal on road and off. <laughs> you can actually buy an electric bike from China. I watched this video of an American that imported an electric bike from China. It, not bigger wheels, it just needs to be bigger, higher. It could be a bit, yeah, if it was higher off the ground, that would be something. You else. can't see it. It's like an, um, it's an ant, but not, not that, no. Huh. Um, yeah, and it, this, this guy had imported this Chinese bike, basically just didn't work. It's like when you buy something of a wish. And it's a it's a knockoff of something, you know, like you get like a 
I've got a little speaker, a little Bluetooth speaker, and it talks in a Chinese accent. It's amazing. <laughs> you turn it on, it goes, Bluetooth and Mulder. It's got one mode, and I still don't know what it is because the instruction manual was all in Chinese, and this thing speaks with such a thick accent, I don't actually know what it's saying. And you're like, I, I press the button four or five times just to hear it speak because it's funny. It's like that when you get an IKEA um, thingy, isn't it? Uh, and you know, the, the, the instructions are all black and white. And it says, please take the red piece and put it on the table. <laughs> like everything, everything is. <clears throat> See, but, this takes me back to the FSO Polonaise. My girlfriend. And I, at the time, when she was bought that car by her dad, uh, when we were in Huddersfield Polytechnic many years ago, and I was passing my test, uh, and of course I had to fix the thing. So I needed a manual, and they didn't do a Haynes manual for it, strangely. But in Bradford, there was an FSO garage, and we were there one day getting something for it, and I noticed on the wall they had the manual. And what it was was whatever... Somebody had got the Polish manual, they'd got a Polish English dictionary and translated it, very loose term, and then photocopied it off on a really bad photocopy a thousand times and just stuck it all together, like with the clips. So I got that, and that was the same kind of thing. It was all black and white, you couldn't see anything on the pictures, and it, 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 was, um, it was awful, the episode dealer was awful. And uh, it would say things like, Place the initiator in the initiator port. And you're like, initiator port, initiator port. What's that? And then you look at the picture and you go, oh, that's the key. <laughs> Initiate the car or the vehicle, you know. By, by, oh, it's, it was one of these things where you, 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 you're laughing so hard you can't read it anyway because it's yeah. just the stuff it was coming out with. Well, it's we great. sat in the FSO way back at the Birmingham Motor Show four years ago. It must have been mid-90s, if not even earlier. Um, and that was the uh, facelifted one then. Yeah, and we, we, we went into the car, sat, we shut the doors, and we pulled one of the one of the plugs, or one of the little switches, and it came right off. Yes! Right off the, I mean, it just went... <laughs> well, that's nothing, because when I was driving our FSO Polonaise, the gear stick used to come off. <laughs> <laughs> My now ex-father-in-law, he drove it one time, and he's driving it along, and it, yeah, it's a truck driver. He was actually a very good driver, and it's just, 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 just and it just goes <laughs> pushing it back on again and carries on. That, and then when we'd, we'd, we'd got married, we'd had it for about six months married, yeah. and all sorts of stuff started to go wrong on it. Goodness me! So we drove it. The gears were getting a bit ropey, and. Let me get this right. So if you put it in fifth and accelerated, it stayed in fifth. But the minute you lifted off, it popped out of fifth. <laughs> if you put it in fourth, you had to hold it in fourth if you accelerated or it popped out. Uh, the starter motor also went, so we used to have to bump start it down the hill. But we lived on the hill, so that was okay. But, then when we, but it, it did about 25 to the gallon, which isn't great. Uh. Uh, it took four stars, so it was expensive as well. 
we drove it. We didn't go through Wales. We normally did the A470, it was a great road, because after sort of eight or nine o'clock at night, there was no petrol stations and no, there was no yeah. signal and mobile 20, phones. 25 to the gallon, atrocious. Atrocious. Even in those days. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so we went the long way around and basically sort of the M6 and down yeah. and through Hay on Y and all this kind of stuff. Um, but of course that meant we couldn't do it on a single tank so a 10 gallon tank. So we had to stop for petrol. About three times there. But of course, no, only once. <laughs> Which meant you had to turn the engine off. So you've got, because she refused, she, she refused to do the sitting in the car thing. So me, six foot two, she's five foot nothing. She had to push the car no, to no. bump start it. And I'm getting dirty looks from all of you. You make your wife do that? No, she's making me, she's making me sit in the car. Yeah. It started with those sort of five and almost five gears and ended up with one. And that was third. <laughs> so... <laughs> It was but just... Jonathan's saying there's a brand new Lada Neva parked outside his hotel in Dresden. And he says it's so cool. And uh, to be fair, I think you still can get them in some places. You can import them from Russia. But so you uses less fuel than it is. <laughs> <laughs> T-34. See, I think that the FSO Polonaise wasn't a Fiat at all. I think in the same way that the Saab 95 is they got the Vauxhall Cavalier and they got the Saab 9000 and they had sex and had an illegitimate child. That's what the Saab 95 is. In the same way, they got the Fiat 124, the original one, and a T-34 tank. They had sex and out came the FSO Polonaise because it had military-grade steel armour, which is why it was so heavy, and it had that sort of, it did a similar sort of MPG to a tank, felt like a tank, drove like a tank, but it wasn't as reliable as a T-34, it was re reliable like a Fiat, so it had the worst bits of both really. But I reckon you could have put a gun on the top of it and sold it back to, well, sold loads to small countries in Africa as part of their army. Uh, ah. oh, no, there's, a, there's a thing here saying there's a new one. A new there's one? A new, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Who's going to buy that? Everyone's buying SUVs. Um, let's see if I can get that here. Mind you, Lada Neva is an SUV. I'm an idiot. I was thinking the Lada Riva. Did I say Nada Lever? Ah. Oh, God. Here's the Lada Here we are. Lada, the new Lada 4x4. Go on then. Share it. Do your sharing. I'll see if I can get it here. Uh, I think you can. Yeah, I'm sure everyone in the world just wants to see this now. The old Lada Neva was actually quite a good off-roader because it was just an off-roader. It wasn't trying to be a lifestyle. Oh, that's hideous. <laughs> you changed your tune on that pretty quick. Yeah, but it's because the old one was like a thing that you didn't matter. You could fix it with a hammer. That yeah. thing looks like it's trying to be modern. What yeah, a, what a... I don't know what it's based on. Is it a Renault or some kind? Really? Well, it's that's um, your Renaults, your Darcias or Dachas as they call them these days. That's Renault. So there's quite, there's quite a, um, I'll go back to this one, Look, I'll stop sharing that one and then I will show you the picture which is slightly better, which is a lot cooler certainly, which is this one here. It did look better looking than that Rolls Royce thing, or the Bentley. Oh yeah, they made a van. 
Can you see that there? See, that's a proper Neva. That's it. The Bronto. Yeah, that's quite good. So there's lots of pictures. That looks much That's better. a Larder Neva. That's what, that's what I call a Larder Neva. Yeah, powered by probably like a 1.3 petrol or something. But it used to be so underpowered, they were terrible for They're so slow. Well, the original was a 1.6, but the, um, it wasn't 1.3, it was a 1.6. But it carburetor fed, it had 86 brake horsepower, but its compression ratio was very low. It was like uh, eight, eight and a half to one. You could uh, basically you could feed it with I don't know water and it would burn it. <laughs> you know, so you could go anywhere. You're yeah, in the middle of the Siberia. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you pour coal in it <laughs> and it will still go. But that was the idea. That's what you want. Uh, All yeah. these, I mean, air conditioning useless if the car breaks down. <clears throat> In it, yeah. or the little plug, or the, the sensor because you go over a curb at the uh, uh, Red Bull ring. There used to, there used to be a, a version called the Cossack, the Neva Cossack, which was like the special edition. Yes, and, uh, and it's it white. Extra, they were white. Aye, aye. They were quite yes. something. But even now, you just think, put in a reasonable turbo diesel engine or something decent, and it would probably be quite a good. Oh, yeah. You know, Imagine one of those little car. one litre. Three cylinder turbos or something. Yeah, well, so it does. Oh. But, uh, but no, so it's quite interesting. Interesting. But how on earth did we get from Formula One to La Daniva? How did we get to that? It's him. It's him. It's that, it's that <laughs> Sutherland doing his German stuff. He's been infected. He's had a German beer. He's had a Dunkel beer or a Weizen beer. He's sat for half an hour waiting for some German with a, with a Big pocket on the front, come up and say, Und, was ist? That, uh, was yeah. muss du getrinken? And he's going, huh? Like that. So, to get back to Formula 1. Uh, Alonso, go on, okay. Alonso, go for it. I, um, I do think that he will try very hard. I do think he'll be quite competitive and probably get more out of the car than Ocon, um, which will be interesting oh, yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's going to be competitive because the car has changed dramatically. But not so much next year, but 2022 now. Um, they'll be doing that. So that that's going to be pretty mm -hmm. good. What do you think, though, about the race on Sunday? I mean, if it is supposed to be wet, then as you were saying before, Verstappen might just be the one to, to watch I think it Verstappen... I mean, you can, you can never discount um, Hamburger. You can't discount right. him. What uh, about George Russell? He's he not quite good in the wet. And the Williams, might, that might help the well, Williams a little bit. he would have got into the points. Yeah, if this car good. had not broken down after three yeah. seconds, he right. would have been in the points because Latifi nearly got in the points. I mean, it was yeah. there was a race of attrition going on there, but yeah. even yeah. so, he was doing really well. Uh, he mm -hmm. qualified better than higher than both the Alphas. Yeah, um, yeah. had a poor start, but then he, he he was making his way back up, and then the, yeah, the car just twelve was he not? Yeah, So, but then the car broke down. So, yeah, I, I think. He's seriously he's someone to watch. He really is. Um, you know, with the, I think there's more evidence for his ability than there was for Leclerc before he went to Ferrari. Yeah. And Leclerc did a really fine job on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah second. <laughs> all that car is. Yeah. He plugged yeah. away and ended up. I mean, it was. A lot of them said like, it's like um, Lando Norris said. You know, they were they were helped by a lot of retirements, but he had genuine pace in that car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
good. He really did, you know. And he, he all the stuff that he wasn't doing as well last year because he was qualifying well last year, but he didn't do so well in the races. And this, and and, and I loved listening to him talk about it. He was saying that he he, he lost his rhythm and he went backwards and he couldn't. And this, somebody slap him. What's um, Nick Latifi got to do with? Oh, uh, Nicholas Latifi. He's just. Uh, oh, Nicholas Latifi. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Him and Anta banging off each thing. other. They're both as bad as ah, each yeah. other. <laughs> um, yeah, he was saying he lost his rhythm, but then he realised he'd lost his rhythm and he got himself sorted out and he came back and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. I, him, him, George Russell, Verstappen, yeah. So, sorry, Ooh. interruptions there. Interruptions, yeah, so. typical. So, what do you, so, sorry, can I have two seconds? Yeah. What? So, Dresden, eh? Oh. I can't you got a train. What? Why did, why did you go? Look, cold. Oh, okay. You only get you won't get that on the podcast, but you will get that here on the record. <laughs> but, uh, I'm leaving Andrew here to hold the show. I'll but, hold uh, you carry on, you go and um beat him oh, up from me, would you? <laughs> Yvonne, slap him or something. I will write it here, here I in the TV. So yes, I think that the, the race on the weekend, viewers uh, across the world uh, and Germany and Birmingham, yeah. it was a very interesting race. It was a very controversial race. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's really good. Train to Dresden. That's pretty good. But now, is that sixteen pounds from your home, or was it sixteen pounds from like Bonn? Because that's slightly different, you know. Did you fly to Frankfurt Airport, you know, in your I think little, it was Berlin. little airplane? I think it was Berlin that you got. Ah, from Berlin. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you good. you went to Jammy Donut, mm -hmm. and then you went to Dresden. Yeah, yeah. For those people I know, Berliner is also known as a Fastaxkuchen, or a Jammy Donut. And so... I, I might be struggling to do the qualifying this Saturday, uh, just with a few things that's on for the grace on Sat for the qualifying round. But we'll definitely be there for Sunday. So if you're up for um, coming along as well, we will do the same and, and do it on Podbean. We can give it a go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're up for it, if you're about, we can we can do that. It worked the last time. Um, I was explaining to Jonathan the other day how we managed to get it sorted, and I can't make that public. So it was no, <laughs> it was sorted in a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that you were able to see the action as it was happening. Some of it, yeah. yeah some of it. So <laughs> it was. So no, it'll be good. It'll be really good. Well, we've been going for nearly forty-five minutes, just on forty-two minutes there. So we will probably call it a night for our Thursday night live stream. But um, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, Jonathan saying our race commentary was excellent, which is fantastic, which is always good to know. Um, and we've had a lot of plays. It said already about twenty plays or something. The qualifying played away on then. He worried so much, and he wants he wants us to get James Rupert to promote it. And I say Rupert uh, because you say it that way. Yes, James Rupert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would be good actually. That would be good. We'll need to get that sorted out. If but you ever listen to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 
in the fifth radio series, okay, uh, and you have aliens living on a little little thing near Pluto called Persephone, which they they call Rupert, and it's really funny. They go, "Raw bad, raw bad," like that. <laughs> you didn't need well, to know any of that. No, <laughs> fine, excellent. Well, thank you to all our listeners and viewers who've been watching the Car Seven Race Driver Show, and it'll be coming out on a podcast again tomorrow, probably late tomorrow afternoon on Friday. Um, and then, of course, we will do the live race round two from Austria this Sunday. So look out for that. Yeah. It should be great fun. And I wonder who will win. And it, uh, I wonder we'll be putting on a bet to see what Not happens. Albon. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> It'll either be Hamburger, Verstappen, or that other fella, um, Bottas. Yes. Yeah. No, I think I think Bottas did a really good job. Yeah, you know, thoroughly deserved. Thoroughly. He, he kept, kept Hamilton deserved. behind him. Honestly, yeah. you know. Uh, then of course there was the dodgy bits with the tyres, where the, you think, mm, okay, um, and then the dodgy bits where the Red Bull ring um, <laughs> kept bringing <laughs> out lots. Of, well, no, no, not just the pedals. Lots and lots of let's bring a safety car out. No, no, no. I actually watching the Channel Four coverage. That uh, the one where the the hash the brake the brakes failed and it span. Oh yes, yeah. Magnus. And they actually the the, oh, the DC or whoever it was said if they can get that crane that's like ten feet away from it in there quick, they could do this under virtual safety car. Oh no, it's full safety car or or double wave yellows or something like that. No yeah, safety yeah. car. Every time they could bring a safety car out to bunch the field back up behind Bottas and Hamilton, yeah. we're out to bring the Red Bulls. Closer <laughs> in the Red Bull ring, and then when we go to all the Ferrari tracks, I mean Italian races, maybe they'll have the same kind of idea. Who knows? Yeah. What about Britain then? What happened? Well, we no, because we're idiots. We we do fair stuff. You know, we like we like racing, and we just we, we just we we're wait, stupid. Yeah. We wait in a queue. We actually wait in the yes. queue. Yes, we, we wait in the queue. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> Johnny Gorgeous. Oh, we do like a good fight. Idiots. <laughs> when we should just cheat more. <laughs> well, on that note, you've been watching the Car Seven Race Driver Show. We'll be back for live coverage and commentary. Oh, and really, it's commentary, not coverage. It's, it's, it's commentary of uh, yeah, it's commentary of the Austrian Grand Prix round two this Sunday at ten past two. We should hopefully be live for about two o'clock onwards, and we'll cover everything. And hopefully, we'll get the sound and everything working the way it should be from the word go. But thank you very much for watching and listening. Remember that um, you can hit our website there, and if you really like us, you can subscribe to the channel. Ooh, but, can. Thanks very much, and I'll leave it to Andrew for our motto. Drive fast, but don't hit anybody from Red Bull and in a crash. Oh, no, I should do it. It's drive fast, but try not to crash into a Red Bull. That's very good. That's good. That's good but it took me a couple of goes, you see. I'm no good at this and spontaneous <laughs> stuff. Okay, bye to so. Bye. <laughs>